I love Venn diagrams. <laughs> I really do. I love Venn diagrams. It's just something about those three circles and the analysis about where there is the intersection, right? Yeah, I see people that you agree with me, right? So, okay, so I asked my team. I, I brought props. You're listening to Big Sewer Natural. I don't want smoke. I just want smoke. 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 When I'm smoking greens, cause I'm on your team. When I smoke the sea, cause I'm such a fiend. High as a kite, smoking Walter White. When I smoke the blue and I smoke the purple, smoking on the blunt, cause I wanna run. Smoking on the green, cause it makes me lean. Smoking on the ground, I smoke and scream. When I hit the blunt, it's a paper cut. When I hit the blunt, I get fuck. When I hit the blunt, I don't give a fuck. I don't want smoke. I just want smoke. Also, okay, everyone. Hello. I'm in charge today. Um, hi, Pay Pigs and Prayer Warriors. My name is Cerise. We have with us um, the incomparable Kendall, who is just as alive hi. as they were. In the last episode, probably not going to die anytime soon. Um, oh, no. Are you riding horses? You taking a break? You know, I'm, I've been taking a break for a bit. Um, you know, my my horse affirmative action has just been really moody lately. Um, and I think he's just kind of like feeling a little brusque since um, his last attempt at my life did not work out so well. Do you have any other um, horses? And he's still just kind of feeling hurt by that. Do you have any other horses? Mm-hmm. What are they named? Uh, let's see. Who are my other horses? Um, we've got, um, we've got the Mass of the Fermenting Dregs. We've got Beelzebub. Um, we've got, uh, which oh, I always forget his name because it's really long, but it's like a model of a, of a water fountain. Yeah. The, the LKEZ. S-A-L wall-mounted water cooler. Um, he's one of my favorites. I do love him. His full name is L-K-E-Z-S-L-S-8-L wall-mounted water cooler, ADA barrier-free, uh, 115 voltage, uh, 60 hertz. Mm. Um, well, he's a real sweetie. Okay, so maybe I, I found something. I was thinking while you were talking about horse names, um, like, what would I name my penis? Or, like, what, what should I name it? Like, what's a good name for a uh-huh. dick? And I thought, you know, monster trucks have pretty good names. And they do. Um, I think with that, I'd like to introduce my friend Ashlyn. And uh, you could say anything, or you could tell me um, also what you would name your dick. Um using this list of monster truck names. I think there's some really good I am ones mostly, on here. I'm like, I am just mostly focused on the transition from monster trucks to, oh, let me introduce Ashlyn. <laughs> oh, you, you know. Am I monster truck-like? I think that... <laughs> Um, I, I'm doing what I probably do a lot, which is like, I'm asking a question that I want to answer, but I'm being, I'm being polite. And so I'm letting you do it first, but I'm, I'm ready to take my pick of any of these names. There's so many good ones. Please. You're so enthusiastic. I really want to hear. Yeah, please. Okay. I'm so glad that you asked. 
Um, <laughs> I think, okay. The first, the first option that's really calling out to me is uh, Bro Dozer, um, as, as well as maybe Captain's Curse. Um, I also like Great Clips Mohawk Warrior. I think all of these would be fun things to to call a penis and i like the curse one i feel like that provides like <laughs> some really great like you know banter in the bedroom it's know? really a bold choice yeah. i think yeah because it's to kinda, insinuate it's... that you might be cursed yeah it's a conversation piece yeah you can get the black <laughs> spot right after you <laughs> oh me, god not... <laughs> Ooh, i also like the name cyber knife and cyber knife yeah. that is really good oh, oh okay Ooh. actually best one bad news travels fast i like that because i think <laughs> i think that there's aspects of it that would convey you know like what one's sexual performance is like exactly mm. as well as wasted nights these are great <laughs> these are fantastic um do you have know, like, other things that you want to say about yourself, I guess, besides what monster truck you would name your dick after? Um, not really. I'm really bad at introductions. I don't like telling anyone about myself. I hate all icebreakers. Any any of those games like in school or like having to do like two truths and a lie, oh. like I hate. I those. just, I just dislike it. I do all lies. Um, my name is Ashlyn. The end. Okay, great work. <laughs> I like that. I mean, I feel like unknowable. I do hate um, like icebreakers in yeah. in the workplace because I feel like every question that they ask me, even if it's just like, "What's your favorite summer activity or whatever?" It's like that's my business. Do not ask me these questions. It is not for you to know what I do for you fun. You don't get to know if I like to play vo- you volleyball. Know, you shouldn't know how I feel about seasons. Like, yeah, maybe I do, maybe I don't. What's it? How about you? you just like, yeah, just like figure it out over time. Um, um, also, with that said, I would choose uh, ramunition. I think. Oh, that's pretty. Or good. terminal velocity. Terminal velocity. That's terminal amazing. velocity is a good one. I think I would pick. Monster Mutt Rottweiler. <laughs> I, just, I like it. That's a bit. I'm not beating the first. Where's Mutt yeah, coming you know, from? I'm, I'm, I've decided <laughs> to lean into the to the furry allegations. Okay. You know what? Fuck it. Like, I think it's stealing uh, our biracial valor. Yeah. And speaking of biracials, <laughs> how does everyone feel about Venn diagrams? <laughs> I like that one that's like bronies, redditors, and something else, and then the middle is like a incoming uh, a conservative or like neo Nazi like reactionary, movement. Yeah, like... reactionary <laughs> movement. Yeah, that yeah. one was really good, and I don't think anyone will ever top that as a as a Venn diagram. So it's an all timer to me. I also like that a lot yeah. of Venn diagrams look like butts. Um, I think that's funny. Um, and that's that's my opinions on Venn diagrams. What about you, Ashlyn? Oh yeah, you should go answer instead of me. Um, well, I guess I mean that's something you can all learn about me now. Um, is that you know you just said that like speaking of Venn diagram or speaking yeah biracials Venn diagrams. So I guess I guess I am a Venn diagram like in a way. Yeah. 
So I guess like I'm like the center part of a Venn diagram. Um, so I guess they're cool. Like they're fine. Yeah, I was gonna say that I feel like a Venn diagram is the poor man's dialectic, and it makes sense that Kamala Harris likes them so much. Um, I got curious while other people were talking, and I googled what is Kamala Harris's favorite food. Because I feel like every time a politician gives an answer about what their favorite food is, it always reveals that they like maybe are not human. I have yes. discussed this yeah. at length with mm-hmm. many people, but I will not get over Obama saying that his favorite food is arugula, which is like not a food <laughs> and, and is an ingredient it's roughage. like in, it's grass. in a meal. But like if I catch you eating a plate of arugula, <laughs> Like, by itself, no dressing. I'm going to be really concerned, and I don't feel like it was valid for him to say that that was his favorite food. Um, similarly, Mitt Romney on the campaign trail said that his favorite food is hot dog, which is also not a food. Hot dog, uh, singular. <laughs> hot dog, singular. No bun, just the wiener. Like, that's all I want. Um, and, and while I do appreciate that we live in a time where you can, like, Google any president plus eating hot dog and get some pretty good results that you can use um, to Photoshop various images into. I just don't think that it's like, that's it's just not a food. Anyway, Kamala Harris's favorite food is roast chicken, which she says can last for three meals. She also <laughs> uh, adores cheeseburgers, according to this mash.com article, um, but she's willing to cut back on it for a good cause. And she See, she also has strong opinions on the tuna melt. Um, what are these strong opinions? Not not really gross. sure. <laughs> I, well, no, she she made her own video. It seems like on how to properly make a tuna melt, so she likes them. Ugh. Um, Ugh. See, roast chicken is almost a normal answer until she says it can last three meals. <laughs> yeah, <Just> like... <laughs> I had to. I had to go and look at it again because I remember they asked like um, a bunch of like presidential candidates their favorite food. I think it's from this one, but John Delaney has such a chilling answer because it's not only like your favorite food, but it's your favorite comfort food. Mm. And he said his favorite comfort food was. A grilled chicken sandwich from McDonald's, no sauce, two of them. No, that's not right. Two Two no sauce grilled chicken sandwiches from McDonald's. And this brings you comfort? No, there's there's one where I think it might be like on this article, if not another one. I wish I remembered who the candidate was, but it was like my favorite food is diet milkshake, which is like, that's not real. There, diet, like, like if there is a low calorie milkshake that exists I, I don't know why you're drinking it because like just just don't have the milkshake if you're that concerned about calories because the diet milkshake thinking, for sure is gonna taste so bad at first I was thinking diet milkshake meant protein shake but no a protein shake has a ton of calories so this is an entirely different type of milkshake Oh, I do, not, I do not care for Marion Williamson item. saying I have no comfort oh, food. Shut have up. no comfort food. Shut up. I love that uh, Amy yeah. Klobuchar's 
comfort food is a baked potato. Uh, just one. It's <laughs> um, and then I don't have a food. I have a comfort drink, which is iced tea. Not even like sweet tea. This is just uh, iced tea. Julian Castro. Oh. Just iced tea. Yeah, just like plain unsweetened. It's like so bizarre how badly they are answering this incredibly simple question. They just cannot do it. This is one of the I, things that I feel like I get really upset about. Isn't with, one of Joe Biden's favorites like vanilla ice cream, just like vanilla soft serve? I think there's he's just a lot of pictures known for of his him ice, cream ice cream appreciation. Yeah. yeah, he's he's a known ice cream aficionado at least. Oh. In this, he says it's a full hmm. ham. Which Hold on. no, 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 no. They just assigned a food to him because he wouldn't <laughs> respond. I have, I have found the diet milkshake man. Um, so. People familiar with 2008 presidential election lore will remember oh, New no. Mexico governor or like former governor <sighs> Bill Richardson as the man that um, is the reason that Obama won the Iowa caucus because last minute he told all of his supporters to go go to the Obama room and support him. And that's that's like basically what kickstarted Obama's ascent because no one expected him to win in Iowa. I know way too much about the 2008 presidential election. I'm sorry. Wow, I don't remember that part. Yeah, that was when he That's he made crazy. that speech in like the barn, and he was like that. That was the yes we can mm. speech. That was where where it all started. Um, I know too much. Anyway, his favorite food is diet milkshake, which, like, maybe that's slim fast. I just don't know what it I is. I would assume so. Um. And it's your favorite, though. Yeah, it's just, that's favorite not, food. That's so sad. You know why? A lot of these that's people can't have a comfort food. They're too old to have a comfort food. It jacks up their cholesterol. Like, that's why all their comfort foods are like, I like plain Cheerios, or I don't but have they could, a comfort like, food. <laughs> Couldn't they just lie? <laughs> yeah, if you look yeah, at that. Yeah, make up something better sounding. The answers from the... 2008 candidates i don't remember all of these people's names so some of them must have dropped out pretty soon but like this is when mitt romney answered with hot dog and i know that that was a purposeful answer because john mccain said like baby back ribs um like giuliani said he loves hamburgers or steaks on the grill so no one else is answering in the singular saying hot dog Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just doesn't but make also, any sense. I, there were like there were like multiple people on the 2020 list that said a hamburger and like I like hamburgers but like how is that your comfort food? No, it feels like again, yeah, just, like, just a burger. Like, is, don't who, worry. You're being you're being comforted. You're being comforted by a hamburger. Don't worry, I'm American mean, just like means you. Tested. I love to eat the hamburger yes. and the hot dog. Which I do is not love, what yeah. the arugula answer is, because that is not I do human. love that Andrew Yang gave a inspiredly oh. brave answer for a tech is it executive soil? in a presidential election. No, it's you kind think. bars. Ew, Just kind bars. That's not real. Yeah. No one likes to eat those. Again, that is not, it's not bringing <laughs> a te- a you comfort. Guy, a tech guy in the middle of like a crunch probably does like a kind bar. It's probably their only nutritious meal that they've had in... I don't know, two days. 
Okay. So one of the, that's the true. worst, like, because I, I think that this is one of my my interests is just like finding out what what the politicians like to eat, um, because they have all this money from the bribing that they're doing, and yet they're just not eating good food. Like Hillary's go to breakfast is well done eggs. What the fuck? <laughs> well done? what does that even mean like, like hard like, well done how hard like hard egg. like over hard <laughs> hard she egg hard scrambles that's disgusting Jeb Bush's breakfast of choice is a single banana oh my god that's a very like, Jeb choice none of them are eating what normal <laughs> no Oh, I love that. I mean, when's the last time any of these people, like, actually cooked a meal? Well, like, right, their that's own, like, own that's Hillary meals. saying to some staffer, like, tell the chef to make me well-done eggs. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Well done. That, <laughs> a bowl of nails. Oh, don't forget the hot sauce that she has. As we all that know. She keeps, she keeps in it in her bag. bag. She keeps that thing on her. Well, speaking of things that we're Googling. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah, good segue. Nice work. Sorry, that Thank was me. Because, like, you. I was probably about to say that. I was thinking, like, I was going to say, well, you know, we're Googling stuff. Well, you did it. So. I did it. I did it. Today, we're going to be talking about Google. True. And how it sucks now. It does suck. And it didn't used to suck. Ah. It used to suck less. Okay. Really. Um, and now it sucks way, way more. Um, I think most people who are listening to this podcast are of the understanding of how large Google is, like the scale of Google. They at least have like an inkling of an idea that Google is a massive fucking company. Um, like just in, in pure scale alone. Um, yeah, it's got it's got a ninety two percent hold on the global search image, uh, uh, not yeah, global search image share, and the rest mm-hmm. is like all squabbled over by like Bing and whatever. Bing. In my research for this episode, I found out sadly that Ask Jeeves is just gone. You can you cannot ask Jeeves, which is very sad. I miss him. Yeah, you can you can duck duck go, but you cannot ask Jeeves. Um, it's very very sad. I guess Bing is one of those websites that I used to I used to use Bing mostly to find really? um, like torrenting websites uh, and okay, like okay. like illegal streaming websites because Google didn't have them for a while. But then Bing stopped using that too, so now I use Duck Duck Go for that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it. I only it's, know Bing from it got like uh where they sponsored Gossip Girl in I don't know like twenty twenty eleven uh whatever the season <laughs> is where Serena is sleeping with the politician and so they they're trying to find out stuff and there's multiple points in that series arc where they're like I don't know just Bing it um which is <laughs> that's, that's like, which time. no one has ever said yeah, there was a time where like bing and a couple other like yahoo and all those websites were trying to also become like the colloquial word for searching things and that's like i that's how i feel like a lot of people who are listening to this kind of understand at least tangentially the scale of google just because they're like aware that there aren't a lot of other companies that can say that they 
have been become a verb that is just used colloquially by everybody. Well, it's Yahoo's fault because who would say like ah just just Yahoo, Yahoo that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> doesn't work. Yeah, you really want to sound like a like a German yodeler. <laughs> like, like I when think you're I to think find out. I think Bing could have like gotten it if they just gotten there faster. Like mm-hmm. I could yeah. imagine an alternate timeline where people were like, "Yeah, just Bing it." Like I was binging it earlier, mm-hmm. but I there's no way that Yahoo would have ever no, gained traction. No way. <laughs> no way. Well, Bill yeah, Gates they, is also just for a while user, and. I yeah, do like it when his products fail. Not that I'm, I'm not, I was not ever invested in the success of, of Google, but I do um, take like a personal enjoyment whenever a Microsoft project goes poorly because of a <laughs> one-sided feud that I've been in with Bill Gates since I learned about what he's up to in Africa. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will not bing anything. Yeah. And I mean, like, you know, Google is is one of those companies that is so large, is so like all encompassing of the internet, not just search engines, but they own things like YouTube and they own a million other companies that run the internet that a lot of people seem to think it's like too big to fail. Oh yeah. Um, but like all name, tech companies. Name five companies that Google owns. I don't know. <laughs> I know that they own YouTube. I know that they own YouTube, and I know that they have like a huge amount of um, businesses that are specifically designed around like, not like a, you know, when not you log fan. into like a Google. You know, when you log into like a, a like something on Google, and they want you to like test that you're not a bot, and they ask you to click on a bunch of pictures. Initially, at least, that was part of their like. Um, effort to I believe help kind of identify um like images so that they could you know when everybody was trying to make the new self-driving car they were like using that that data as part of like their initiative yeah yeah recapture and all that as part of their initiative like your human testing images so like what that's why they always ask you to identify a crosswalk or identify a traffic cone or a fire hydrant that was part of it, at least at the time. I don't know if that's still true, um, but that was like a big um, piece of internet folklore that went around for a while. And you know, we all we I think we all remember Google Glass. Everyone remembers Google Glass. Oh, of course. When Google Glass came out, I made a vow that if I ever saw someone wearing Google Glass, I would jump them and take everything that they have except for the Google Glass, so that I could make a point. But I think that everyone got the message like before I could even do that because I I never saw mm-hmm. anyone spread the word wearing Google Glass. <laughs> but if I if I ever do, I'm still down to rob. Um, yeah. But I, I think okay. So we've we have established Google's really big. Maybe you didn't know that. Now you do. It's so large. Everyone loves to use it. But uh, I think despite its large size, there's been sort of a, a an echo of of a course in the peanut chain chamber in the marketplace of ideas <laughs> the peanut chamber yeah the peanut chamber <laughs> it's, it's, it's like they keep all the peanuts it's like a peanut gallery but it's also an echo chamber so, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
If this, this yeah, I was wondering. I was wondering if it was. I was wondering if it was an upgrade or a downgrade from the gallery. I think it's it's mm. a downgrade because they can't leave. Um, They've got a big oil painting of George much, Washington. Much Carver like Google, I think off. that the phrase "peanut chamber" will catch on. Um, anyway, the, the thing... peanut cave, if yeah. you will. <laughs> <laughs> allegory of the peanut cake. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that the the thing that I've been seeing and hearing a lot lately is this sort of cry of like, ah, Google doesn't work anymore. Um, I was just like looking up articles around this. And uh, in the past six months, there was, is Reddit a better search engine than Google, than Google from Fast Company? You told us most of you include Reddit at the end of your search queries from Android Authority. Uh, Brave Search no longer requires you to append Reddit to your searches uh, from The Verge. And is Google dying or did the web grow up from The Atlantic? And then there's another one from the New York Crimes uh, called uh, Generation Z loves using TikTok as a search engine, which get to that one in a minute um but like most of these articles are uh and then and then there's also like a lot of reddit posts too about this cool new hack which i guess it's a word has lost a lot of meaning if it's just a thing that you can do um but you you type in the word reddit at the end of your google search and then it provides you with results on reddit instead of whatever it is that Google would be showing you. And Mm -hmm. the reason that people are suggesting doing this is because it gets you past all the, like, SEO, gamified, like, word soup, non-articles, and it takes you to what's probably the most popular result originated in a community on Reddit and is, like, validated already by the people in that particular community. Um, Yeah, it's a human source. Yeah, Um, and Reddit is not necessarily like more reliable than an ad on Google, and it's also full of redditors. Um, But mm -hmm. the like community driven (laughs) aspect of Reddit makes the like pivot to like amending your search with Reddit at the end make sense because at least theoretically, if we believe in democracy, the best answers will like get upvoted and the bad answers will get criticism. So it makes whatever it is that you're getting using that method seem more trustworthy than like just typing in how tall is Al Pacino. And you, then you'll have no idea because you're going to get an ad for like a cardboard cutout. Top Al 11 Al Pacinos and their heights. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> if you're going to get like a dumb like article where it's like, many people are wondering how tall Al Pacino is. Star of the and Godfather like an and the Irishman. He was born a long time ago. Yeah, and, and it's and it's and it's done on like thirty five slides. These like are the names of all the celebrities ads. he's ever dated, and also some of the co stars <laughs> that he has. And now we're wondering, what is his height? Well, skip to the next page, and you'll see <laughs> that there are answers for how tall Al Pacino is. And it's just you know, and you skip to the next page, and a video ad loads beforehand, and it's like for fucking Oreos or goddamn like Jeep. It's too much. And I find it, um, so I just googled how tall is Al Pacino, um, no question marks, no quotation marks, and of course, celebheights.com is the first one, but I do find it interesting that, at least for me, the second, um, the second result is from 
answersafrica.com. <laughs> well, you know, he is Italian. I don't Italian. know how he's they got in the mix. I mean, good for them. <laughs> he's that's Italian. True. So he's They're very basically close African. to Africa, uh, geographically yeah. at least. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in any other <laughs> yes. respect. Any other way at all. Depends on what you think about the Sicilians, yeah. Kendall. You don't know. I was yeah. like, I mean, North Africa exactly. is pretty close to Let's- Sicily. I think we should quickly define SEO for for the olds and maybe some of the dummies in our audience. Maybe the olds um, or youngs. I don't know. It's search frankly. engine optimization. The dummies baby. of all ages. It is search engine optimization. It's like how um, in the Big Soy Naturals website we also include such words as uh, 2008 U.S. presidential election, uh, mm-hmm. Roomba. Uh, yeah. <laughs> iPhone 11, uh, cryptocurrency, (laughs) just, you know, like words that people are commonly Googling so that uh, we show up first on on the page. When you look up uh, Bitcoin, we're number two. Uh. (laughs) If you work in any like marketing department in like a digital firm, you're going to hear a lot of people just saying like good SEO over and over again, Um, as if that like means anything. It like does mean end, something. It like, means that their the result is going to show up early on the Google page. No one, like, they no, use it as nothing like, that oh. anyone at a tech company, nothing that they're saying ever is anything real. It means something That's to them. That's what I mean. Is that like it's like poetry? It means it means something to them, but it also is like almost a way for the people who don't have the job of actually maximizing good SEO, um, make it sound like they are helping fix the problem. Like, if there's a problem with the website, they're like, well, is the SEO in place? And then they're like, I did a really good job in that meeting today. <laughs> yeah, you can like, just me go. stick a bunch of words that people might look up at mm-hmm. the end of your article about yeah. how tall Al Pacino is, and yeah. that's good You SEO. stick a bunch of, like, good, wor- like good, you know, keywords in an article, and it will maximize its chances that it will be listed in the top search results. And that doesn't also mean like just listing them in the article proper. It means like tagging the article with these things and like the metadata, like the little hidden stuff that um, goes into like programming the article and uploading it to the website. Um, things like that will help you get it listed um, at the top of the search results. And there's many, you know, entrepreneurs Me. we could say out there that'll like, yeah, like you, mm-hmm. who will teach you how to like get rich quick with SEO. You're going to get a lot of like, if you look up the word SEO on Google right now, you're going to get a lot of results from guys who are going to be like, this is how to like maximize your SEO. Buy my seminar and I'll teach you how. (laughs) But okay. Yeah. yeah, I think just like, just because there is like a story that's popular where like something is appearing in a lot of articles doesn't necessarily mean it's true. Like, Google is still mm-hmm. massive, and so just because the Atlantic says that Google is dying um, because people are, like, adding Reddit to the end of their searches, I don't think that we should take that too seriously. But I think that there is, mm-hmm. like, a growing uh, chorus in the peanut chamber of complaints uh, that, like, Google is not as useful as it used to be. And I feel like, at least anecdotally... Um, I don't really use it, but I have a hard time if I am trying to find useful information without like really tailoring my search terms to be like very exact. And I still have to scroll through a lot of like advertorials and ads 
in order to get what I'm actually looking for. And that feels different from my experience with it, um, like just a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, and it's like, like, I just feel like the, oh my God, I'm completely losing my train of thought here, but I feel like it's, it's been really hard for um, anyone to find anything that they're searching for. Like, and like, I say this all the time on the podcast, but it is like a learned skill um, to be able to properly research and Google things and like use your media literacy. That's something that is like, has to be practiced um, in order for you to get good at it. Like, maybe some people people are illiterate. Some people are media illiterate. What do you propose they do? Is that, that's what I mean is that it's a skill that you keep learning. Mm. Unless you have ADHD, then of course you're valid. Thank you. I was going to say that anything. is incredibly ableist yeah. of you to say. Please consider that some of us have just got done pressing babies and puppies into our juicero <laughs> and then taking the juice and mixing it with activated charcoal. And now our medication doesn't work anymore. And we need, we need to do the first thing because the, the squeals uh, give me... Yeah, you, know, you, you need money donated to your GoFundMe. Boost. And I've run out of puppies. Um, so that you can get more SSRIs. <laughs> and more puppies. Um, and more puppies. But yeah, I think like the emphasis on the Reddit hack that's in all of these articles and also in the like various posts about it too suggests that like Google is definitely not dying because it isn't like, let's use a different search engine. Google isn't working anymore. It's like, here's how we can mm-hmm. like make Google work for us. And I think that that like does indicate an obvious like reliance on google as a search engine and also the necessity of it like functioning properly because even when people aren't getting useful results they're still typing something into google tacking on the word reddit and then like using that for their search rather than just going into reddit itself or like going to another place Mm -hmm. yeah and like google is a very Again, it's such a huge company and it's a very powerful company that it will hide other search systems from you. Um, like there's a lot of different like websites you can use to um, do academic searches and things like that. Um, you know, you have things like WorldCat and Z Library and um, like PDF Drive and things like that where you can actually search for like academic like pieces of work um, that will allow allow you to um understand the material you're looking for a little better um, but, there is but they want to for that but you have to go there specifically but you have to go to their specific thing and it's it's still like kind of flawed in comparison to like a like a database that is specifically meant to just help you find uh things that are specific to that topic rather than things that have the keywords of that topic in them um, Google Scholar still has that issue as well, um, which is a problem. But like, yeah, I don't think it's like using the Reddit hack is not going to like. Well, it's just uh, it's evidence. You. It's not uh, evidence that Google is dying, which is the thing that all yeah. of these articles are claiming. It is maybe mm-hmm. evidence that Google is not working, but that's not really the yeah. same thing. And like, I mean, in a sense, they're also using the same SEO gamification that they're complaining about that Google. Yeah. Well, and so those are, yeah, that's one of the first reasons that, like, I think people are finding Google more difficult to use is just, like, that the constant SEO gamification is, like, really annoying, and it's also, like, ever-present, so it's a, a, like, a 
just a, a nuisance to sift through. The next is that Google has so many ads, like mm-hmm. so many ads and also so many advertorials, which I think is the other issue that like a lot of these articles um, about why Google isn't working, like aren't pointing out probably because they publish them. But an mm-hmm. advertorial, if you don't know, it's just uh, an advertisement for something, but it's in the style of like a journalistic article like it's written like an editorial but it's not they're pretty easy to spot when they're done by those like definitely algorithm run websites that's like al pacino is a guy and some guys are tall how tall is al pacino we asked his ex-wife who is (laughs) this tall and this is what movie she was in like then that's it's kind of easy to see then if there's like a product link at the end or it mentions a product, what it's trying to do. But it's also a really common tactic and has been for decades of like beauty and fashion and tech magazines where it disguises like a product spot to look like a real like piece of journalism, whatever that means. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if you look up, on Google, something like uh, like best product for illuminating dark spots or um, how to dress best when your waist is so little and your ass is so <laughs> fat. Like the first page of Google results are all going to be like articles from like Vogue or Allure, Refinery29 or like, I don't know, whoever tells people how to dress. Um, and they're probably not going to disclose um, what sponsorship deals are like the reason for what products are like populating the article Um, or if they do they're going to do it very subtly and so it makes sense that people would try to bypass those initial results and assume that like community driven answers like whatever it is that you could find on reddit would be more helpful although online skincare communities be careful Sometimes they tell mm-hmm. you to put lemon straight on your face, which you should not do. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a hell world out there. And some of those, you did, know. Did you say hell online... world? Yeah. Okay. I'll let you have that one. Just one. I get one. I get one millennial pass okay. and that's it. You're, yeah, you're fine. <laughs> you're 28. Um, I am. I am 28. Um... <laughs> Uh, well, also some of those like skincare, hum- like community-driven answers sometimes have people in them that um, also work for those companies. Oh you yeah, know? like oh, yeah. it's not that. like it's it's think... not like those these people haven't found out the yeah. Reddit hack. You think you know, that you're and are using it for their own benefit. playing three D chess, <laughs> but you're actually just playing Club Penguin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. I mean, Playing Club I Penguin, and you got banned a while ago for mm-hmm. trying to tip the iceberg and then saying fuck by accident. <laughs> yeah, and to also, me, it ahead. just feels. Oh, I'm just like it. Just feels like. Um, and this has happened in like other areas as well, but like sometime in like the mid 2010s, especially, it's just like all of this like all of these sites all of these like junk sites or whatever just feels like you know the garbage patch that's floating in the ocean or whatever and it's just like growing like there's just so much waste and there's so much just people trying to like basically like make a quick buck or whatever like oh it's so easy to set up these like spammy websites and get those like ad clicks so it's just like 
the whole internet is just littered with like all of these just like scammy junky websites that no one wants oh, yeah. and it's just like yeah it's, it's just like floating in, <laughs> it's still covered in bloat and i think that that's the crazy part is that i think a lot of people seem to think like oh we've been rid of like the early internet of like bloatware and like pop-up ads like i see way more ads than i did in like 2002 or 2003 where it was like is your grandma dead? Spin this wheel and we'll give you a million dollars. And sometimes like, I it was, spin it the was wheel bad if you got like just fun. <laughs> it was bad if you got like oh virus mm-hmm. and then you get yeah. like all those kind of pop-ups but yeah. Yeah, I, I would typically say knew not to, to click now. on the thing telling me like that my grandma will die if I don't spin the wheel. Well, because it was very it was explicit <laughs> and it was also out of the way. Like the ads were usually in the corners or up top. I think I think it's and they less didn't about come, go anywhere else. The they placement move, and know? it's like that that era was like pre-targeted ads because we like mm-hmm. um, they didn't know how yeah, to like sell directly to yet. people. They didn't know where like there wasn't because the internet is so more centralized into like a couple websites. Like obviously no one's gonna like really advertise on some random like. Danny Phantom well, fan Also, if forum. you're spending all of your time on, like, the two blue websites or whatever, it will be easier to monitor you with, for whatever information that would make it easier to sell a product to when you're, like, on Vogue reading something. Mm-hmm. Like, So it, I think yeah. it, may, it makes the ads feel more intrusive because it's not just, like, shoot the president and we'll send you an <laughs> iPod. Um, it's yeah. like very like, here's a thing that you tweeted about <laughs> wanting to buy earlier. Um, or just like an elf lady with like heaving breasts and she's like, come play our shitty game, my lord. Those, those will work on me. Um, but I, <laughs> I think that, that the I click every single one. like Twitter is interesting to me too because what I was um, realizing is that like in like 2004 maybe even all the way up to like 2008 2010 like someone running like a like a hobby blog or whatever dedicated around a certain topic like if someone is answering skincare questions and giving skincare product reviews like if you were to search best product for dark spots or whatever like there's a good chance that that blog would show up in the first couple pages of google if not the first if it was a popular one um, but I was thinking about, like, if you're familiar with the, the two fingers rule for sunscreen, which you should be if you're not, um, it's just that you should be applying about two fingers worth of sunscreen, like, when you first apply it in the morning. And I would credit this person on Twitter, whose name is Makeup for WOC, um, for, like, popularizing it. And she's typically the person that gets credited by a lot of other, like, skincare enthusiasts and like people that are learning it but if you look up two finger rule sunscreen it's all like vogue um teen vogue whatever and so there is something also about how the google algorithm no longer promotes um like community driven uh results because obviously like geocities and or like neocities isn't as popular as geocities was in 2004 so someone running a geo, like a neo cities dedicated to a certain topic wouldn't get the same sort of like promotion that something would in 2004. But Twitter is fairly popular 
Um, and so we're like, so is an Instagram dedicated to a certain topic? And those are just not the results that are going to be promoted first. Um, it's like all advertorials. So that's, I guess, one of, one of the things. And the other is that Google is using um, what is called dark patterns to disguise ads. I think there's another word for it, but it's like, it's like when you're... Dark patterns is the usual term for yeah. it. There is like a website called, um, from Neil.fun um, and he has like a whole uh, like section, like interactive like article on um, dark patterns and like how they work and how a lot of the popular ones work in particular. I'm going to be linking it in the description. It's uh, pretty comprehensive, um, but Google uses quite a few of them. Well, yeah. it is like when you're trying to delete your account on Adobe because you made one to get the stock images and you had to you had to make a free trial account. And then when you go to delete your account because they want to charge you $30 a month to download 10 images, which is crazy. Um, they're like, do you really want to delete your account? And then the yes button is like small and quiet and the no mm -hmm. one is really big. And it's like, why, why would you do this to me? You think, you think I'm stupid. <laughs> um, but that's like, I think uh, also what like a dark pattern can look like. And so there's this um, image. If I think we can probably share a link to it. It's also on our notes, but like the, there's this timeline of what Google ads used to look like. And so um Prior to 2010, there was like a bright color highlight behind the ads that would differentiate it from like a typical result. Um, and then after 2010, that highlight got replaced with a lighter color. And then 2011 is when the words sponsored link next to the ad was taken away and replaced with ad, which is a smaller word than sponsored links. So it's maybe easier to miss, but at least that was in like a bold color. It was yellow in 2011, and then it was green in 2013, but by 2013, the shade was gone completely. And now um, ad is just in the same like black text that the rest of results are in. So it's um, like, there's just no distinguishing characteristics from yeah. what a Google ad looks like from the genuine search results. And guess where I got this visual from? It's very funny. It's a Google. Uh, it, yeah, it's from a little a little Google ad staffer who's like, "Look at what we've done. Look at this timeline." And it's like, "Look at how cool this is." Actually, I wish I could suicide bait people on Twitter because that's what I would be doing in her replies. Um, but she's like, "Look at look at what we've accomplished. Look at how neato this is." Yeah, I mean, yeah, a dark pattern is essentially um like a type of user interface design that is trying to get you to perform a specific action as the user um so like yeah they as have a one that's like, i resent yeah it they have one like for example like you'll do. you'll think of like you were talking about like confirm shaming uh where it's uh when a website makes the no option oh wait no it's not confirm shaming it would be um like a UI switcheroo is what it would be called. And confirm shaming is more like making uh, the no uh, something terrible. Is it so like, like, do you really you want, want to delete your account and kill babies? Or would you like to yeah, keep where it's it like, and keep yeah, where babies it's like, alive? Do you want to sign up? Do you want to sign up for our incredible newsletter? And you're like, yes, I love uh, 
keeping orphans fed. If and you delete like, no, your new I dark crimes content. If you delete your new dark crime subscription, white genocide will happen tomorrow. Do you want that? And then it's like, or yes, like if I want still, white genocide. I don't care about the future of the white race. If you still happen to have like a Facebook account, right? Um, Facebook is really desperate right now and they're dying. So they have created this thing where they where they they're gonna give you a ton of fake notifications. So you oh, have thirty five new notifications. When I deleted like, my Facebook account, it'll just account. be like your friend posted something. Yeah, when I deleted my Facebook like- account, I got a really funny, like in the arms of an angel type slideshow that I had to go through before I could delete it. Where it was like Kendall would be really sad if they couldn't see what you're up to, Ashlyn looks forward to your posts every day and you will make them so sad if you delete your your account they're gonna think that you don't want to be their friend anymore do you really want to do this and i had to like click through like six of my friends um who were just shown to me like do you really want to do this to to ashlyn you you hate your friend hate them look at them (laughs) i just like none of none of these places are ever going to match the like high of all of those myspace notifications Mm. being like lit up or whatever which i never achieved because i was a child um but like just like you know, when you see a screenshot it's like oh new comments new like whatever mm-hmm. it's like oh that was that, that was, was like everything. wow i'm popping yeah, yeah. i'm, I'm, like, I'm both just you getting like i'm queen of the world <laughs> thank you but like just seeing like nine plus notifications on facebook like that sucks yeah, yeah. no it sucks and it's when you open it you always know it's going to be something like look somebody liked a post from another person that you don't know or oh a, a sports team you've never heard of in your life is having a pregame i've heard of that you want to go team. i'm not i'm not they can't get me but um <laughs> the other thing like is that also that like is trying to get you to do what they want which is like yeah. create eyeballs and views mm-hmm. and the other thing that. is that they the ads are also just taking up more like web page real estate on google than they used to um for example if you were to look up corduroy suit which you could buy and then send us a picture of yourself in one if you haven't already like over half the page is promoted results if you're on a computer and then on your phone it's like the full page so it makes sense that people are trying to avoid that but i think the, the thing that I just find interesting is that the way to avoid it is not like eliminating your use of Google completely, but because it seems so ubiquitous and, and like, uh, like it's the only thing that instead it's like, okay, I have to make the, the bad search engine work, even if everyone is in agreement that it's been, that it's bad. And I think that this is like evidenced by the terrible tweet by that woman that i can't suicide bait who works for google like this is a trend that's been increasing over time but i think that in the past like two years maybe we've reached a point where people are starting to notice like the like just how common ads and advertorials are and like the uselessness of results and are becoming frustrated with uh google as a product and so there are some things that people are using instead one is is like reddit which is either they're typing they're still going on google and then typing in reddit at the end or using reddit itself and then also like social media search engines um Mm -hmm. 
like Twitter has one that can be helpful. I would recommend using the advanced search function to uh, type in the N word and then um, like any person that's recently gone viral um, and probably the year 2012, people love saying, um, <laughs> they love saying mm-hmm, slurs in did. 2012, but yeah, like most social medias like have a search engine. Although something that I was thinking about is that since uh, Elon Musk is now, he's now the Twitter king. And he's mm-hmm. currently threatening to charge for Twitter verification. I think that that's going to cut into a lot of the usefulness of Twitter if that actually happens to find something and and learn something because like the it like the the actual purpose of a like a verified account on Twitter is just to let us know if that person is actually the public figure that we right. are expecting that is them the to advertised be. purpose <laughs> yeah that is literally all it is <laughs> right and that's, and like any the advertised purpose of it elitism sure. benefit that people think that like blue check twitter users are getting are people that should maybe like get a life because i don't really think that anyone that's verified on twitter is like cooler or more important or has more interesting i think they're to, probably to say than i do I think there are certainly people who think that the blue check makes them cool. Um, they're yeah, delusional. but there's also people um, and they, who they think should that, know like, they're delusional because all it took was like an email and like one or two articles about yeah. them that caused them to be verified. There's people but, that think that owning a board ape makes them cool. Like just because people <laughs> do lame stuff doesn't, uh, mm-hmm. or like think that doing something lame makes them cool doesn't change what the actual purpose is. And so I can. Wait, are cooler. you saying? Are you saying that my board ape doesn't make me cool? Yours does, because I've I've seen yours and it, <laughs> oh, thank it God. looks thank it looks God. really good. It's it's one of the good mm-hmm. ones. Thank you. Um, thank you. But what's I, cooler, um, a verified check on Twitter mm-hmm. or an oversized airbrushed shirt of a Family Guy character oh. with like a gun? Yeah, like the, the Family hat. Guy one. That's easy. definitely cooler. Easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy, right? Yeah. That's associated with much cooler people. Like, like people who would be that's doing a sign cool of authority shit to in me. real life. Yes. Like that guy, some guy wears that shirt and it's like, go away, Taylor Lauren. It's like, like I want to hear what they have to say because evidence through this shirt, I feel like they've given, mm-hmm. you know, a sense of authority, a sense of knowledge. I'm interested mm-hmm. in what... Uh, What's it, Stewie from Family Guy on a T-shirt holding a gun? I, I should get into Family Guy. I feel like that could be. Could I be think a thing it would accompany Rick and Morty like very well. I know, but Cerise Rick and Morty tried to get so into Rick and Morty. To watch. It's, it's just, it's just <laughs> not funny. tried to get into Rick and Morty, and I was like, okay, good luck. And literally, like you texted me maybe not an hour later, and you were like, Kendall, this is so bad. I just, I don't this know where so the bad. jokes are. Like, it's just not funny. Um. But yeah, I, I think that like if if that is actually what takes place with Twitter, which like I wouldn't be surprised by because this man is he's 12 um, and he does need to squeeze some money out of Twitter since he like bought it for way more than it's worth. Um, I think that that would that would like eliminate a lot of Twitter's usefulness as a search engine. But I think that like that is one of the ways that social media gets used is to like find mm-hmm. information um, that might not be easily found on Twitter. I uh, am not going to recommend Tumblr as one of these 
locations because no. you it's can't. It's got a terrible search engine. Yeah, you actually, it's so it's impossible so to find bad. anything. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even search my own blog for no, posts yeah. literally <laughs> two seconds ago. Useless. <laughs> um, and then, of course, like the thing that we were just talking about with reddit like with there's so many marketing blogs already recommending that you like sneak your business promo into reddit posts and like become an active part of reddit communities it's like when when those like hillary clinton bots used to be in in the comments of things all the time being like i love i love hillary clinton and i love voting and i think they were all on reddit or those, too or those amazon was, like, worker, worker... <laughs> Or those Amazon worker bots on Twitter who are those like, ones are not that oh my God. don't have to piss in bottles. They're, we yeah, are actually really happy. Es- especially when you could tell because it would say like, um, posted via sprinkler or whatever yeah. with no E, like LR. Um, and it's yeah. like, oh, they're just using the little like dashboard thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, I think it's just because Google is bad does not mean that something that like originates from like a more community minded sources any any more likely to be good which brings me to something that i think is horrifying (laughs) people are using tiktok as a search engine do not do that so many people allegedly uh according to the new york crimes saying tiktok is their primary search (sighs) engine which no. is why they've now um, changed it so that the search and like the search engine is on top of every tab. Oh yeah, they love just it. The find your friends tab. They love it. It I used feel to like be that the search engine like thing was just on the top of the find no. your friends tab, and you could search keywords there as well. But now it's everywhere. It's all over the app. That's just the search engine equivalent of just putting like a micro of a fork in the microwave. Yeah. I oh, think. TikTok it's is just one like, of those don't apps. Don't do that at all. My second that is like bullet point. so much more predatory than any other app. It's very aggressive. Yes, it's bad. Um, My second bullet point for this aggressive. this fact about the way people are using TikTok is get off that app. No, <laughs> they do not. They found no out more. that be it's real. So bad on there. They found TikTok found out that be real was an app that people were using a lot of, and they were like, "Well, we can't have that." Well, I, I mean, that's just like normal app. social media stuff. It's like they're always trying to eat each other's uh, work. Yeah. So, is... they, but but like now they've they've like completely monopolized literally everything. They're they're trying to be every single app at once and the biggest search engine in the world. Yeah. Um, and so, they're winning. Like takes like what has Twitter become but a place to talk about TikTok? What is that Reddit is not what I use TikTok? Twitter for. Um, I'm just saying a lot of people have just started using, have just started downloading content off of TikTok and then reposting it on on Twitter and like Reddit in order to start conversations. I use Twitter you know to I talk mean? about how pretty I am. And I think other people well, you use, you should, use Twitter should try in a very unique too. way. You only follow your friends and that is it. Why would I follow <laughs> anyone like, else? It, you you have a very healthy boundary with social media. What I am saying is that a lot of people do not. <laughs> well, okay, everyone, that's that's the solution. Do what I do. Um, <laughs> but this there's this article from the New Dork Crimes called For Gen Z, TikTok is the new search engine. It came out Ugh. September 16th of 2022. I hate that title. We're going to skip past the fucking generational discourse that they're trying to provoke in us because like you know that that you're like 60 year old uh ants do people have ants that age or like also using tiktok that way so they do they're just trying to be silly 
but um, Ashlyn, can you read uh, this quote from the article, maybe? Uh, okay, quote from the article. Uh, when Jacoby Moore decided to apply this year to a private high school in her hometown of New Orleans, she learned that she needed at least one letter of recommendation from a teacher. She had never asked for one, so she sought help. Teacher letter of recommendation she typed into TikTok search bar. bar. Miss Moore, 15, scrolled TikTok's app until she found two videos, one explaining how to ask teachers for a recommendation letter and the other showing a template for one. Both had been made by teachers and were easier to understand than a Google search result for or YouTube video, said Miss Moore, who is planning to talk to her teachers this month. Cool. Like, am I continuing? Oh my gosh. not fun about New Orleans is that all of the uh, schools that are, like, public schools are charter schools, um, which is actually, like, not fun and just terrible, but is also continued evidence that Kanye was right about George Bush regarding Hurricane Katrina. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, the the TikTok solution is not any different from the Reddit one and, like, the framing that it's a a Gen Z search engine is sort of getting away from the reason why people are trying to use it. Like, it's just that they are community or seemingly, like, human results, which uh, at least seem more honest than an ad and seem more trustworthy. Um, there's another quote from the article where um, this person says, on TikTok, you see how the person actually felt about where they ate, um, said Nyla Roberts, 25. So I guess that's still Gen Z, but like no excuse, who uses the app mm-hmm. to look for restaurants in Los Angeles where she lives. Mm. A long-winded written review of a restaurant can't compare, can't capture its ambiance food and drinks like a bite-sized clip can which just like as an aside I would she, ask this them has to... <laughs> poor powers of imagination okay because a good article as if, as... about a restaurant should convey to you the ambiance and and the vibes Jonathan Gold, and the food please come back and from absolutely the dead. Please. <laughs> and beat this bitch's yeah ass. it's like I don't, I don't know what she's trying to say here about how she can't imagine a restaurant from reading an article because i okay i can imagine vividly a 3d printed gun in my mind and i can rotate it in all directions um is i do have a question is everyone currently on this podcast someone of um imagining images in their head ability yes yeah uh, it's freaky i yes. don't There's have people. i don't have an internal voice though i learned about how people have that like a couple years ago and don't. yeah oh yeah that, i don't that's hear my voice. boyfriend he's like the total opposite I, where he has a very strong like inner voice but like very limited imagining skills i think it would be really hard for me to read i feel like if there was a voice in my head like also reading it with me i asked someone once like what does the voice in your head sound like when you read and he was like like my mom oh um i guess because like um, that's that is a (laughs) jay on the telephone dr freud moment because it's nice to have your mom read you a story i but I don't hear anything. I just, I'm just reading it. And then 
And then I, I can me... I can picture a gun in perfect detail in my mind, and I can rotate it in all directions, and I can make it do stuff. Yes. Allow yeah. me to read the uh, one of the passages from Jonathan Gold's reviews where he talks about eating live <laughs> shrimp. Sure. I have consumed thousands of animals in my lifetime, seen <laughs> lambs butchered, snipped the faces off of innumerable soft-shell crabs, killed and gutted my share of fish. I had, I thought, come to terms with the elements of predation inherent to eating meat, and I am thankful to the beasts that have nourished me. But this was my first time I have ever come up against one of the most basic of nature's postulates. You live, your prey dies. In order to eat, you must first rip into living flesh, not by proxy, not from a distance, not with a gun or a knife, but intimately with your teeth. I thought about the Hindu cabbie who had driven me back into town from a Singapore seafood restaurant years ago, lecturing me the entire way on the spirituality inherent in a single prawn. And I thought about my vegan friends who refused to eat anything that once had a face. I bit into the animal, devouring all of its sweetness in, my, in one mouthful, and I felt a rush of life pass from its body into mine. The sudden relaxation of its feelers. The blankness I swear I could see overtaking its eyes. It was weird and primal and breathtakingly good, and I don't want to do it again. Like, I know exactly what that experience was like, because I have a brain that no. makes thoughts. Nyla, Robert, I I, Nyla Roberts, 25, of Los Angeles is like, mm, can that be in short-form video, please? Yeah. I am doing a dark magic blood ritual to bring back Jonathan Gold and Anthony Bourdain from the dead and hopefully hopefully I can uh I can exchange one Henry Kissinger in exchange oh yeah I think God that's a fair really. trade I think it's that's more a than trade. a fair trade Henry Kissinger is worth nothing yeah. This is why he won't die, because it's like God doesn't want him and the devil doesn't want him either. He's like, eh. They're like, you can take him. No, you take him. Like, I insist. <laughs> you shouldn't have. Like, They're doing like same. a Bugs Bunny, <laughs> Daffy Duck routine. So, over so, so unrelated. But I really do need an evangelical Christian to explain to me one day how they think hell works. Because it's like eternal torture palace that the devil is in charge mm -hmm. of, but like the devil and God are enemies. So, like, why would the devil be torturing people in the torture palace that, like, hurt God's feelings? Like, the devil should be partying with them. I don't well, believe in hell, for a lot of evangelicals, so isn't it that there's no, there's no, like, hierarchy? It's just that you are, like, you are stripped from all of your conscious being, and you either become, like, a divine being that just worships God all the time and just is filled with the divine light of God, or you are just filled with eternal suffering, just like fire on all four sides. Well, that's of what I'm saying. Who's in time. charge of the Who's in charge of the suffering palace? But I don't really know also, anything. Also, about... the the divine, the, the like the like feeling the divineness, like how you just said, like that sounds boring. It is. It does. I don't sound want really to boring do that. And terrifying. Boring. Well, you I'm might, gonna do you that might like forever. it. You might like oh, it. You don't miss happening. your family. You don't miss anything. No, You're I don't just think I would. Light. Like I think <laughs> I would miss my family. I think I think I'm too powerful <laughs> to not miss. Yeah, my family I, a little I, bit. I would. Yeah, I would get there and be like, I don't know, guys. I think this kind of yeah, this kind of sucks. <laughs> I well, miss life okay. with all of its idiosyncrasies. Chekhov, <laughs> like, we make fun of Protestantism on your Big Soy Naturals <laughs> bingo board, but... As you should. You know, if any mm -hmm. of you believe in evangelical Christian hell, let me know how that works. Um, so Google is trying to compete with TikTok now because, like, 
Kendall was just saying, like, all of these websites are trying to be the same website. But they think that the issue um, of, like, why TikTok is becoming so popular for, uh, like, as a search engine is because of the format. Um, And so there's this quote that we have from the Google senior vice president, which maybe Kendall can read this one if you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He says... In our studies, something like almost 40% of young people, when they're looking for a place for lunch, they don't go to Google Maps or search. They go to TikTok or Instagram. True. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's and then... not for the reason oh, that they think. But yeah, mm-hmm. like since then, Google has been trying to incorporate images and videos into its search engine results. Um the article that is uh, unfortunately from the New York Crimes, but it's not written by Failure Lorenz because she's she's no. at the Washington Post now making those Bezos bucks. But since yeah. 2019, like Congrats, some I of guess. the search results will feature TikTok videos, and then in 2020, Google came out with YouTube Shorts, which is like it wants to be TikTok. It's like vertical videos, and then it started promoting mm-hmm. YouTube Shorts in its search results when you look for something. Um, in order to like on, capitalize on let, TikTok's let me tell you, uh, search engine. Some unfortunate news. I went on Etsy the other day to look for a fucking rug. Oh no. And guess what? They're doing vid- vertical videos too. They've for got what? it on their oh. front page. On ha- for what? In their, in their like phone app. For like different products, like if if there's a video no, included in like the product, it's like on Etsy. No yeah. one understands that I do not always have headphones on me. Yeah, like I can't be I subjected be to video videos the constantly because I don't have headphones like all the time. I lose stuff, especially if it's a video that you can't even like scrub through, like you know some TikTok yeah. videos where it's just like there's no. The bar or whatever mm-hmm. so you just have to watch it and then like watch all the way to like the end to watch the beginning again like TikTok's i don't have time for this friggin shit also, also some of TikTok's us are on public transit trying to it. shop on etsy because we want a little balaclava that's shaped like a bunny and if i have to see a video while i'm on the train to see the product that i'm trying to buy i, I well now i don't know what to do because i'm not mm-hmm. an animal so I'm not going to watch a video, no headphones on the train, which sometimes I forget my headphones. Sometimes I don't have my headphones on the so train. So many people are doing that now. Oh, and I'm, I'm it's really, most of yeah, them. I hate it. It's I'm on my them. last nerve. I'm on I my think last that fucking nerve. If I hear someone playing like a video on their phone, no headphones, like I want to take them somewhere to be shot. And if I hear mm-hmm. someone playing like multiple like TikToks where it's like I have to experience secondhand content whiplash between like whatever like upper body dance videos you're watching and then like sad stories about like the time that your family was murdered and then like a Sheehan haul like back to back to back like I don't just want you to be shot Some like I want, slurs I want on to Todd. Like- take you back in time and like kill you the moment that you were born. <laughs> in my juicero, which is what I put babies in now, I have a vintage I juicero. I put them in the little bag first. <laughs> I think it's also wild. It's wild that we're not saying we're not mentioning Yelp even one time right. in all yeah. of this. And I'm like, no. I I use that at Yelp least to get exists. an idea of stuff that's around. Like if I'm looking for a place to eat, like do you know that Yelp? Like owns I've definitely Grubhub? gotten. 
That makes sense. Yeah. That does make sense. They do they do they a sneaky the little like... thing where if you press the phone uh-huh. number on Yelp to call a restaurant, they take a cut. So don't because, don't do that. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, call yeah. Them I, I did hear about this where they were like like a lot of um different um restaurants are now putting on their website like please don't order through like Yelp. Yeah, they Rubhub. charge out the ass. Yeah, they charge out the ass and sometimes they don't actually partner with that restaurant. So these people will come and be like right. I don't order. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, like, we Grubhub don't, we is don't one of the that. worst ones for like how much they take from the restaurant, but it's one of the better ones for how much they pay the workers as base pay. So it's like someone's, someone's I love getting a trolley problem with any of those. <laughs> like, no I'm just curious to say some... if it's bad. Yeah. I love but a trolley problem I think, when like, I'm just trying to order the my fucking food. The <laughs> usefulness of, of Yelp also is like the same thing as like tiktok reddit where it's like you're getting hopefully like some community driven results where it's mm-hmm. a real person that's going to say that the food was good rather than like some ad on the cut that's like i went but the problem is we're los also angeles only talking about hottest restaurant actually they're not los angeles either. the problem they're is we're also York. only talking about like things that have to do with consumerism right mm-hmm. like and like a search engine is used for a lot more than that well so like there you go a of, like a lot of these articles are about like oh like what's the best product I can use? Like people think that Google is primarily used to search that, but a lot of people primarily use Google to answer questions that they have. Oh like, yeah. I'm trying like to it... figure out if I'm dying or not. You know? Yeah. Like what are my symptoms for this? Oh, why? Or just like you're curious about the world. A curious mind will Ooh. ask a question to Google. Or if you're challenging your friend on whether or not which actress was in which movie, it's a good way to Google something really quick and then you rub it in their fucking face that it was in fact. Oh, Laura I bet you do that a lot. It was not Helen Hunt. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm definitely someone who is like always like thinking of something random and immediately googling it like all yeah. the time. Where and it's like, like that popped into my head, you... and now actually I need to know right now. Mm-hmm. And when you're using things like TikTok, you're getting a lot of like community-driven answers from people who, um, like are either saying that they're an authority on a subject, including like academically or just like, just purely trivia based. They seem to think that they, they want to posit that they're an authority on this subject or they're just straight up lying just for fun. People lie for fun all the time. I am a, I am an advocate for lying for fun, but like, it means that a lot of people now are just getting their information from TikTokers who are lying for fun. I think if you're um, lying for fun, you should, like, be funny. Um, you should be funny. I feel like a lot of the, like, ooh, haha, I'm, I'm lying for fun is, like, saying that Harry Styles is 5'8 instead of 5'9. And it's, like, that's, like, it's just what or that Helen Keller doesn't exist. Like, what's the You play? know, that kind of stuff. Oh, that one's just, like, fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. But I think... So what did, what did people use online before search engines? And I'm going to say my number one answer that I think is the best answer is going to the fucking library, which you can still do. Mm -hmm. Your library has a website. You can find stuff that way. But like, 
I guess and if you're... a lot of a lot of libraries partner with different um, like apps and stuff. You can get free eBooks. Well, I don't and care for apps, but other things. That's that's. I'm nice. just saying you can get free things I do, I do using like free your library stuff. card. Like, that are like not canopy, like yeah, like canopy, canopy for movies and yeah. stuff. Canopy for audiobooks and stuff. If like you're if you have if you have like dyslexia or you have trouble reading and you need an audiobook, like they'll tell yeah, if you tell you that's don't not have a library card what are you doing and secondly Mm -hmm. if you not only don't have a library card but you have like an audible account that you pay for like you are the most cucked person that is listening (laughs) to this podcast and I want you to know that and I want you to know that I'm laughing at you um but prior prior to search engines on the internet because like google is like 90 Seven. I actually, that's like the one thing that I didn't look up is like when, How when did we get Google? Google? But it's like it's old enough. Um, and so be before that, we still had the internet. Yeah, like some people were two years old in the year nineteen ninety eight, and they were surfing the web. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, I actually <laughs> currently right now in my hand, which you cannot see, uh, dear dear, uh, hey pig or prayer warrior, but I have a a prized possession of mine that i found at a thrift store once it's called the internet a rough guide 2000 and before the internet was like something that a lot of people both used and like had search engines and a lot of advanced you know studies people used to just publish books on how to use it um so there's like little fun can like little instructions on like how to send an email and how to use early video conferencing and then in the back there's a fun little directory of all kinds of websites that you can go to. Things like mrcranky.com and like different news articles and oh, here's how you can do like online banking. Here's all these websites. The one that I really like is um, the simpsonsarchive.com and it says in barefaced defiance of Fox's cease and desist order, fans persist in garnishing the web with unofficial sights and sounds of Springfield. Meanwhile, Fox's own at www.foxworld.com backslash simpindex.htm hardly compares. Like this guide is genuinely telling you, please go illegally stream can you imagine like going <laughs> to the part of the blockbuster where they sell like books and then buying the catalog to the to all the websites uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. but that is that is a thing that people used to do but also um i think that there are things that are a little bit more uh useful yeah. and like practical like one of them is web rings which is also community driven Web rings still exist. We have one on the Big Sway Naturals website, but they're not that popular anymore. But they are a collection they be, but they of, yeah, um, just like us. You know, we could have more followers, mm-hmm. and we only have some. Um, mm-hmm. But web rings are a collection of websites, and they're all bound by like one thing, like whether it's the topic or the theme of a web ring. Um, and a link directory is a little bit different because a web ring is something that like you click from website to website and it takes you on sort of just like a chain that maybe get you back to the beginning where you started at some point. Um, but each one is managed by their own person and they're maybe all like organized around the topic of Al Pacino, but every website is run by their own person or one group. And then a link directory, which was like another really, really common way that people found and curated information before 
Google was just like where it's one person or a group like organizing stuff around a certain topic on the Big Story Naturals website, we have like an abortion link directory where you can go find different uh, like organizations to donate to that are trustworthy and that are not Planned Parenthood and also like stuff to read. So it's like all kinds of things, but one one topic. Um, can Ashton, can you read this history of the web quote? I think it's really fun. Sure. Wait, let's see. Um, right here. The first web servers to come online came mostly from academic and scientific institutions, and in some rarer cases, dedicated hobbyists. The web community was a relatively close-knit one, with an esoteric skill set and knowledge base. So Tim Berners-Lee, creator of the web, took a very pragmatic approach to keeping track of new websites. He made a list for everyone to see, a list of every single website, (laughs) except he wrote his list in hypertext. You should have more paragraphs. Oh. When new sites were created, the site owner could send a link over to Berners-Lee, who would, in turn, add it to info.cern.ch forward slash overview.html, a page on the first website ever created. This eventually came to be known as the WWW Virtual Library an attempt by Berners-Lee to keep track of every website out there, organized by category. For a little while, it all stayed that simple. If you were looking for new websites, you could just check the list. That's, um, I feel like it's, there's no way that that could have lasted, and it also does not actually sound that fun. Like, it's, like, cute, Mm. but... (laughs) I am imagining, but like, it's a lot of work. Going on the like, list, you're just sending, list you're just sending your website URL to one guy. Yeah, and <laughs> everyone like, okay, just sends their website to one I guy. I got it. Here's the list of all the websites, <laughs> and then you have to go onto the list of all the websites in order to find something. Um, and so they're like, we're more curated, like link directories. It's a very nineties idea. Um, like to make like, a one-to-one yeah. version of like the yellow pages in the phone well, book also, like, yeah. when, was he letting porn be on there because like if you made like a you know if you made That's a little a porn question. website like did he put it on, tim, the, on the link directory tim not that tim i support Berners-Lee, people watching porn but i'm just wondering tim Berners-Lee, if you're out there or if you know tim Berners-Lee, please mm-hmm. uh make him send us an email yeah ask um, him if I would you're like allowed to, to show whole on the on the web the were you allowed to show websites. hole on the virtual library please um, let us know tim thank you but yeah we like we wouldn't have had the technology for a search engine until like later into the 90s when we like kind of progressed slowly into web 2 um because search engine technology is based on the premise of crawling which is when a search engine sends out little bots they send out little guys to crawl through a website and scrape their context and index it, which is like where the concept of SEO comes from. Because if you have enough like popular terms like in your website, then all of that is going to be indexed. And then that indexed information is paired to a text-based search. And that is just like too complicated for Web1. Um, if you go on our friend and uh, guest sadness's website like she's uh running a web ring right now which i think is really cool and i can see that there's like a lot of other people that follow us in neo cities that are also running their own web rings and there's a like 
a movement on the the yesterweb community to um like issue like search engines all together and find information another way um and i think are like i mean based on you know with the the name the yesterweb like trying to return to some of the better aspects of the old internet mm-hmm. but i don't want to be like while oh, acknowledging it so it's cool. past it was all yeah they, they have good a very specific a, section had a list of yeah. just all the all the websites that was great because yeah. there's there's that actually the yesterweb has great. a very specific like <laughs> section on their website that's like very much like we are not just trying to return to some form of nostalgia we are right they're not you, like like nostalgia is a powerful tool civil war like reenactors yeah. like that but it is yeah. an, like an attempt to like bring back some of the positive aspects of the old internet and i think that while yeah. it is cool and cute to have a web ring and a like list directory i think that the way that that worked in the 90s would mean that like you, you needed to have a lot of tech literacy to be able mm-hmm. to participate in anything like that, even if you weren't running a website yourself, which like back then only a few people did. And now no one, no one does unless you work for computers. Um, and so I think that it like limits your access to knowledge and your ability to contribute to it, like both then and now. Um, but I think one of the benefits would just be that it's like community driven um and so i don't think that the fix necessarily needs to be that we get rid of search engines altogether we probably just need to take google down but google yeah. in particular search engine optimization in particular like i mean on bad. sadness's website specifically on the how to surf the web like section um she has a whole section of like um alternative search engines that are specifically made for um exploring the web like that you know in like a private way that's also a big part of the google search engine that we haven't really talked about too much is just like they're they're mining all of your data if you use google chrome they are mining all of your data and often you know a lot of websites such as the one we're using right now zencaster refuses to work on are you telling things them? like uh firefox but, so i have the to sausage use gets chrome. made they don't need yeah. to know maybe we record this like on a I don't an old timey microphone. Well, I'm just I'm just I think a lot of people need to use Zencaster because according to some it's of not the people that good, we know actually. that record podcasts are well it's not that good, but some of the ways that some of the people we know are recording podcasts are worse. Like, sure. But we're I'm actually not, I'm recording not this do a Zencaster app. Yeah. We're actually recording this via magic two way mirrors. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Ashley. Magic. Ashley gets it. Yeah. Well, it's magic that is powered by Google Chrome. Like mm-hmm. I cannot use the magic two way mirror on Firefox. Is really what's it's, happening. It's all. It's all connected to the dark magic yeah. that I'm going to use to bring back <laughs> Jonathan Gold and Anthony Bourdain. Thank but you. like you know, she has a bunch of ones that are like you're able to search for, um, like. Like there's Ninfex, which is experimental people-powered search engines. And there's also, like I said before, there's search engines like, you know, WorldCat and things like that for more academic sources. Um, If you're trying to find like a PDF um, or a book or a textbook, um, you should join the Girls and Gays server. You should join the Girls and Gays server. You might be able to get into our shared library. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're not cool, you can use Z Library or Sci-Hub. Um, <laughs> you know, you or can, like you can use those. Or like bully a grad student 
in your life. Yeah, bully a grad student. Ask them I think you should do that access. anyway. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. know any you should grad always you should do bully that your local grad student. Yeah. It is your it is your civic duty to make them feel bad about what they're doing. Um, but in addition to like Google being useless, it's also a little bit dangerous. If you go mm-hmm. on ye old Wikipedia and you type in Google censorship, like the very first line is that in 2012, like Google ruled in favor of more than half of the requests they received for censorship by governments to like censor their content. Um, and there's a New York Times, or sorry, New York Crimes article from 2008 um, called Google's Gatekeepers when Google was only 10 years old that like illustrates how this was always a part of its uh, Google's practice. But in 2008, like people were still making their own sites and web rings. And um, like this censorship is like only escalated as Google has become more ubiquitous. Also, not super related, but when I was on the Google censorship Wikipedia page, I found this uh, section that says in 2013, the Swedish language council included the Swedish word of Swedish version of the word ungoogleable, which is as Swedish is a dumb language. Oh, Google bar um, <laughs> in its list of new words. It had defined the term as something that cannot be found within any search engine. And Google objected to this definition, wanting it to not only refer to Google searches, and the council removed it in order to avoid a legal confrontation and then <laughs> accused Google of trying to control the Swedish language, which is funny because, like, Google obviously said, Google gets used, like, interchangeably with just, like, research, like, look something up. Mm-hmm. But you're ungoogleable is not allowed in Sweden mm-hmm. to be. <laughs> yeah, in Sweden specifically. Mm-hmm. Well, Google bar is not allowed like, like here, here is an example of Google suppression, and I'm not making a value judgment about this, but like if you were alive in 2014, then you will probably remember when like every celebrity had their uh, nudes leaked um, in August and like had the contents of their iCloud made public on a bunch of websites. And Google very quickly removed any search results that linked users directly to that content. So it's kind of hard to actually find the results of any of those leaks, which you shouldn't go looking for because you're gross. Um, but mm-hmm. it's just not something that you would be able to easily find by searching for it on Google and is something that is probably getting passed around by freaks um, on different places. And so that is like an example of just something that we all are like we can remember that Google did, but Google also does this for things that you might not have heard of, um, such as like protests that are taking places in countries um, that the United States loves so much and doesn't want doesn't want you to be aware of uh, like the resistance that people are doing or the violence that that state is doing to those people. Um, so it's you know it's I think easy to be like oh yeah it's like bad to get rid of the celebrity moods, which is true, but it is uh, like an example of the way that Google can make it very easy to eliminate a certain kind of information that you want to access to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Google still does not label uh, Palestine 
on Google Maps. So. Right. Yeah. Google Maps like, <laughs> like will <laughs> never like label Palestine, yeah. which is like mm-hmm. if it is the uh, site globally used like by ninety two percent of like people that use search engines, and then anyone that is like going on Google Maps is seeing a blatant like acknowledgement of the Israeli like colonial project as just fact. It's like cool. Cool. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> great yeah i um, mean it's just like a lot of like i said before in the beginning of this uh this podcast like i used to use bing a lot just to find uh illegal streaming websites and i just i am still of the firm belief that a lot of like media should be free um at least fr- like like it should be accessible um and it's difficult to find on Google and like certain access to media or information is being suppressed. You know, they're following the law in, I guess, a certain way, but do we respect the law here on this podcast? No. Generally bad. (laughs) Um, And yeah, like there, the Palestinian example is just one of them. I remember also in 2014, like there was a, like a moment where the, um, like Ferguson uprising was like very difficult to find information on via Google, even though uh, the like results definitely skewed a certain way with all of the people like live tweeting and sharing what was happening like from the front lines of the protest. But um, even though those definitely were the more popular like results um, and places that people were going to to find that information, that was not like the sources that google was immediately sharing to people that were looking it up and it was something that they were Mm -hmm. called out on and then google donated to black lives matter national in 2014 um as an apology Mm -hmm. for this and then apologized to donating to black lives matter the national (laughs) organization because they were called out by a zionist american organization that was like hey did you know that black lives matter likes palestine and google was like we're so sorry we had no idea um <laughs> just just infinite notes up yeah, apologies all bad the ios press releases just over and yes. over again or really the microsoft i shouldn't say ios so it's like like right no mm, <laughs> very difficult to find or access like certain media that's being suppressed by google and like that media or information can become lost I was thinking the other day about how I have a friend that has unfortunately been the subject of like a seven years long Kiwi farm thread. Um, And they were trying to like archive some of the posts that were made about them um, so that they could have it in case they needed it in the future. And then ended up having a really hard time like being able to find any of it because of the way that like Kiwi farm has been scrubbed from the internet. Now, I I think all of those people are, um, they need, like lives. Um, but I think that there is something to notice about the way that like something which has been archived multiple times by different people is like a website that has existed for years and years can still be scrubbed from the internet um, and really difficult to find um, that yeah, I think in a second. Like, should be educational for yeah. um, anything else that might be better than Kiwi Farms that you yeah. might want to to keep around is just the like yeah. and frankly like the, yeah. the the erasure of it like obfuscating it does not stop it from like existing in history um it just makes the communication of that history much harder to find or maybe like, maybe I do like think a less... it is a net good 
Yeah, I mean, I think that all of those of people farms, should should be gotten rid of themselves. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's <laughs> different from like eliminating all of the archives of like the the horrors that they've done, um, mm-hmm. which like might be useful for it for the victims of it or for someone that's trying to like situate that in a like historical context to try to understand it. I think maybe a less mm-hmm. like actually is it less full of evil. Not it may be like an equally full of evil, but more recent mm-hmm. event is uh, Taylor Swift, our friend mm. of the podcast, <laughs> getting rid of the, of the pod. in her music video where she steps on a scale and it says fat, and that's not in there anymore. Um, and her team, I would imagine, I guess it's her team or whoever is in charge of like how litigious she is, um, is reporting like a lot of stills that are on other YouTube videos that like show the old uh, clip of that music video. So it's just very easy for like the monopoly that Google has on information and media to be used to like erase pieces of history um, and information that people might want to hold on to, which like in the case of Taylor Swift is obvious that like doing that kind of thing only serves power. And I think in the case mm-hmm. of Kiwi Farms, it does that too, because it prevents um, people from holding some of the people that were like stalking them accountable because all of that has been erased. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I do think it is a net good that those people no longer have a place to post. But they should also be dead. But, getting... but they should also be dead. And now we and don't know who there they should are. Be... Yeah, well, then, <laughs> then they get, the thing is, is that they don't get to post anymore, which mm-hmm. I'm sure makes them want to kill themselves. But if they don't Hopefully. kill themselves, then they'll continue living their lives as if they did not, you know, gang stalk a like, like queer and black people for right. like think, the majority of their young lives. Is a solution <laughs> that exists that is um, like a website can be shut down while its information can be archivable or like mm-hmm. accessed uh, by, by someone. Um, exactly. And I think that there's like... Uh, a real a real difficulty and disinterest in like making information and media readily available for people that are interested in using it to learn um that is happening like at, at rapid pace on sites like google and youtube and tiktok i guess um mm-hmm. there's like this ongoing total annihilation of media that's happening like the various tv shows that are not only getting nuked, but like all of their uh, like digital content being scrubbed from the internet forever. And then those uh, companies that like own that media that they are destroying is like working in tandem with Google to make sure that like any pirated content that's like uh, of, of that nuked media that's getting posted will get reported and taken down for being pirated. Yeah, yeah. And it's and like all the people who actually worked on it um have now lost a huge um like bevy of information that they can give future employers that's why a lot of people in the animation industry are talking about quitting because all of a sudden the show that they worked on like for some of these people was their first show ever working on in huge in huge amounts and then they have nowhere to point to when they say look here's all this like stuff i did like it's streaming on this website 
it's just gone. I, you, you know, know I don't think that any workers should be exploited. And I think that people have, have a right to like ownership over their work at the same time. I have not met or encountered an animator person in the animation industry that I think is trustworthy. There's a, there's a palpable horniness about all of them. <laughs> and that's, I'm There's, not saying that they don't deserve to be compensated properly for their work. Simply because I, they're horny. <laughs> but I just think that we should acknowledge that they are all so horny. It's crazy. I There's think something some about that them, industry that just attracts. Some of them are not horny, but it's only if they don't work for Nickelodeon. Or um, like Cartoon Network or Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, or Adult Swim, like they're just look at the way that they draw people, <laughs> or if it's not how they draw people, how they draw animals. There's some, mm-hmm. I'm like, there's just something going on. They're still workers. I think you can tell, but they are when... workers of a horny variety. I think my favorite um, animator trope is when you can tell someone used to draw furry art by the way that they draw human beings. See, I can't um, tell that because I'm like not just that the way familiar that they, with furry art, Kendall. The, <laughs> I'm not beating the furry <laughs> allegations. I'm leaning into them. I said this at the beginning of the episode. But the way that they, like, make the, the hand, like, the human hand lean, like, in gesturing, I'm like, that's a dog's, that's a dog's paw. You just put <laughs> fingers on it. Like, something. You, this seems like you're really good at yeah. drawing paws. <laughs> Like hmm, suspicious. There's just something about the way you've made that 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 angle, like that like ankle like on your what, foot. Like what was haunch. your like, what was your old what was your old deviant deviant art account? Yeah, quickly? I think actually okay. That's what I would do if I were a dictator. I wouldn't like ban animators from existing. Like there's some professions that wouldn't be allowed to exist anymore if I were in charge. Mm-hmm. But. I think if you do wish to be a professional animator as a as a career, you need to give me um, your old DeviantArt uh, <laughs> username and password, and then I will uh, hand it over to to my committee of people that decide whether or not you're appropriately horny. The council draw- of the godless, right? Because if you were drawing <laughs> like um, vacuums that like inflate into like a womanly shape that have a like hole. the vacuum from teletubbies yeah like, like the, the, you know when you have there's was? a hole in the uh, vacuum i was i was imagining the vacuum from the brave little toaster maybe Ooh, that yeah 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 maybe <laughs> that there's a whole community out there of uh i they're probably men who uh draw like household cleaning objects that have like tits and a and a pussy and it's like i don't i just don't think that you should be allowed to live like let alone pursue this passion of yours as a career um but i think one of the questions you should ask an animator in this world is what are your thoughts on the deviantart wonder bread guy um Mm. and does he deserve to live or not unfamiliar Um, uh this is the guy i am not googling this yeah can you tell us i'm having some fun I'm having some fun. Today. Is it? Let's see how good the <laughs> so Google search results will be. So this guy would go towards like he would he would message like artists like, and I think it was it was on Tumblr and DeviantArt and I think sometimes Instagram. Although it's it's with Instagram, I think it was like kind of after he was known. So I'm wondering if there were just imitators, but it was this guy who would be like who would always order the same commission, 
and it was a wealthy white blonde woman. Sometimes it was a character from a show. Sometimes it wasn't. It was just a wealthy white blonde woman. And she's buying, she's very wealthy. She's wearing like designer clothes. And she's at the grocery store and she's buying obscene amounts of Wonder Bread. Specifically Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread brand white bread. Um, And that is it. Like just her in the store buying lots and lots of Wonder Bread. I don't like And a lot of people were like, so this is a fetish. Like you want, you want very specific fetish art. And like he just, he was like a serial commissioner of this Wonder Bread wealthy white woman art. And he would just message all of them all the time. And eventually he stopped existing. I wonder if maybe he got hit by a bus. I hope so. Um, (laughs) See, like, it's not even like, I don't have a problem necessarily with the horniness. It's just, it's the nature of it that I take Mm -hmm. issue with on a case-by-case basis. The person who did our album art, who is my friend, Mm -hmm. their name is Fitzy. You should commission them. But also, you know, you go look, at their TikTok where they post their animation art and their Instagram and you see that there's quite a few images of like a person that looks very similar to them uh like sitting on a bench holding hands with like Mothman and it's like I'm like I just know, I know what, what you're about um or mm-hmm. or like Bigfoot and it's like okay like you want to fuck a monster and that's fine mm-hmm. I've got no issue with it but I am just saying that yeah. there is a thing about the animator community, which is that all of them are constantly trying to get their dick wet. And on that note, okay, the other thing that Google does that's bad is that they destroy web communities by like rendering them kind of obsolete. One um, example of this that I think is easy is that like something that um, we were just doing earlier where you're like, Googling a question about a celebrity or like something that should probably like be publicly or like is, is easily found out um, is uh, something that now Google answers itself in their like query section. I'm not sure what it's called or it's called their it's called Google Oracle, but there's um, this article on the outline that was published in 2017 called how Google eats a business whole. And it uh, documents like the downfall of this celebrity net worth website. Um, a- Ashlyn, do you want to do you want to read this? This is the guy that started it. <laughs> sure, he says, "I'm not going to say that you should use the numbers that we have on the site to the dollar in a court case," Warner said. But I would absolutely say that we are the most accurate peg of a celebrity's net worth at any given time that you will find on the internet sure yeah and then okay the next thing says is that this line of questioning how popular celebrities are worth um, or how how much celebrities are worth is popular enough that warner was able to quit his day job in 2012 to focus solely on it at its height he said it had a 12 person staff then google happened Um, it had a staff well because it's like you need someone to run the website you need someone that's like looking up in the library or like TMZ or I don't know who You're, tells I'm you. Going, yeah, I'm going to the library and uh, checking out know. the Al Pacino height. Where, yeah, old where, school, where like do you find out? Like 1950 secretary on her typewriter just being like, 
Netwith Industries, please help. <laughs> well, I think that this, like, this kind of industry, uh, information about like celebrity net worth is so easily accessible today that it's like I, I'm actually thinking about how I would find out pre-internet, and it's like you'd have to you have to like go look at a lot of different things to find it out. So it makes sense that this is a website that would have been like so popular that they needed multiple people to help run it. Um, I understand, I guess, that it would be popular, but, like, I mean, I just never believe what any website says about a celebrity's net worth. I feel like mm -hmm. that's so impossible to actually know, and I I can't imagine what it would be, like, pre-internet or, like, I mean... But you have a 300 I, I IQ. Just, I, sure. <laughs> but I think, I, think, I think net worth is so nebulous, mm -hmm. and it's, like... You don't know, like, all of their assets. Like, how could you possibly know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the article says that for most of its history, Google was like a librarian. You asked it a question, and it guided you to the section of the web where you might find the answer. But over the past five years, Google has experimented with being an oracle. Type in a question, and you might see a box at the top of the uh, search results page with the answer in large, bold type. When is Easter? Who won the voice? Can you give a dog sushi? And like <laughs> the celebrity net worth thing is like it's a, it's a little bit silly. It is the focus of the article. But I think that the um, like through line is that like whether it's um, someone running an article or a website dedicated to what foods you can feed a dog or like who did 9-11 or whatever, Google will like take answers or take information that someone else spent time like researching writing stealing however they did it like putting it on a website and then removing it from that into like a drop down on google that um makes like going to the website itself where the person is like put in the work to find that information kind of pointless um which then deprives if it's like a like a business if it's um like a recipe oriented website or like because if someone is asking a question about like what do i need in this recipe and it's just a one answer thing it will show up in the same like kind of like populated um results and it deprives people of the ability to like independently do their work and make money off of it if that's what they're trying to do um and it also, like, outside of monetization, just destroys web communities because if someone is maybe answering questions um, or, like, organizing knowledge and isn't necessarily doing it to make money but wants people to interact with them and then all of that information is just showing up on Google, um, like, in bold letters, then it stops people from, like, going to the website itself and, like, learning more about the person that's that's running it. Um which I think is sad and I think also like relates to the uh, destruction of like media that people yeah, and, is participating and just web in. spaces, you know, like it, it, it gets rid of the community space. Yeah. Um, there's, there's like a, on the internet proper. like a graph, forgot the word for graph for a second. That is Google searches resulting in zero clicks, and it goes from 2016 to 2018. And you can see that, like, slowly um, over time, that the amount of Google searches with no clicks is going up. 
And what's interesting is that the amount of like mobile no-click searches um, is significantly higher than the like desktop ones. Um, but as more people like exclusively use their phone to be online, um, like I think that can tell you about how the the small web is deteriorating, um, which is it's sad. Yeah, it click, makes me click sad. on bigsoynaturals.world when you look it up, okay? <laughs> we need we mm -hmm. need those clicks. Yeah. Go to our, go to our web ring. Give some other people some clicks too. Yeah. Um, like that listen we to this. Love. For every 100 searches on Google Mobile in September 2018, there were 30 uh 38.6 clicks on a organic result. 3.4 clicks on a paid result and then 61.3 no click searches. Um, so it's like the, the majority of the uh, outcomes are people not clicking anything. People are just hanging out on Google and closing it and feeding their dog sushi or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it is that they're <laughs> and doing. I, and they I'm say, sure. They say to their friend, I'm sure. Kanye West's net worth is $300,000. I told you like pay up um mm -hmm. i i'm sure i'm sure our precious pay pigs are wondering why why would google do this to us why why would they betray me like this um <laughs> and i'm sure they already know the answer and that's money they love money. lots and lots of money they love spreading lies and not in like the fun way that we like to spread lies but they like to spread lies for money and they're tired. And it's like, <laughs> didn't Google, they used to have the um, don't be evil, like, slogan, and then oh, they, like, yeah. removed it a few years ago. They, well, yeah. they got rid of it because they, they took a like, fucking well, contract. actually will be, like, a little evil. Just I'm pretty sure evil. it's because they took a contract from, like, the, <laughs> the defense department or whatever to build, like, the war cloud. Um, unless mm -hmm. that's Microsoft that's building the war cloud, but they did something but I just, that was like pretty. That's so funny evil. though that you would like snitch on yourself, like even though obviously like, people would like find out, yeah. like people would know. But it's just like funny that you're like, yeah, we're accepting this contract, like, so we, we should probably you know, delete we've, this. Huh? We pivoted on our stance about not doing evil, and we'll do it sometimes now, for money. And now you, I think we have to get to the point where we. Um, stop saying Google is free because um, Google has led a lot of people down the rabbit hole of um, well, this is know, my becoming theory. QAnon supporters or trad this wives. Is, this you know, is like... my theory. Maybe you, you know, like little communist over here, you think everything can be explained by capitalism. Mm -hmm. um, and that's why Google is so bad is they've got to make money for their shareholders and their shareholders want money right now in this financial quarter, so they've got to fuck up everyone's day so that they can deliver that dollar bill. But what if, okay, what if you're wrong? And what if the reason that Google is ruining all of our mm -hmm. times is because Google is like an entity with feelings and <laughs> is tired of doing the emotional labor of, you know, like educating people and they're really tired of everyone saying, like, Google is free, like, look it up yourself. And they're like, this is hard for me. Like, it, it's exhausting having to think about racism all the time. And so they just don't mm -hmm. want to do it anymore. And, like, they're valid. And I don't know if you've, like, considered that, but that's, it's a possibility. God, you know, 
I, I haven't considered that. And now that I am, I, I still, uh, <laughs> I still think, uh, if Google has feelings, I do want to give it a wedgie and I want to see how it feels about that. It is um, not my job to educate you. Google ugh, is literally free. You know, like, listen, when that phrase originated, it absolutely was like a understandable response to like someone mm-hmm. is trying to say something. And it, it usually also was someone like saying like, I'm having a bad day because someone called me a racial slur. And then someone's like, um, like, why is it bad? Why is it bad to call people racial slurs? It's the year 2012, and I love doing it. I, it's so much mm-hmm. fun for me. And then the person is like, what the fuck? I was trying to vent about my bad day, and now I have to explain to you, like, why racial slurs are bad. And so I think, like, that was, like, the initial context of that response of, like, uh, it's not my job to educate you, because it's, like, don't go to, to random people and ask yeah. them to, to tell you the history of homophobia or something. But it turned into some weirder, like, ethos around, like, it's bad as a person from, like, a marginalized background or whatever to, like, be spending any time teaching people about stuff, which is, like, the thing is, is that if we want if we want to win anything, you kind of you kind of just have to. Because if you if you go on Google.com and you type in how to 3D print a gun, you're gonna get a bunch of results saying don't 3D print a gun, it's illegal. <laughs> and if you go on Google.com and you ask like, did George Bush orchestrate the events of 9/11, you're gonna get directed to like Snopes which we already know mm-hmm. is not any use. And it's going to say, no, he didn't. Like, he was busy that day. He was reading a book. Um, so, you know, we do got to educate people from time to time. But also, like, the the issue, I think, with directing people to Google or, like, other search engines about issues related to, like, oppression um, is that when you Google, you get bad stuff. So I think... The new response, when you tell someone to fuck off, which you should be allowed to do, is also to give them a PDF to read when you tell them to fuck mm. off. You say, fuck you, reading is free. Mm-hmm. Here is a PDF of, of, I don't know, like uh, imperialism, the highest stage of capitalism Careful, or something. When, yeah. when I say that on TikTok, people call me ableist because I'm telling them to read <laughs> There, there's that <laughs> there's that very condescending website uh let me google that for you oh yeah can um, you type yeah, can you ask you can... it who did 9-11 mm-hmm. i if you if you look at our chat oh i, I will look at our chat for you. incredible oh yeah that's right yeah. the three of us have a group chat that you're not in mm-hmm. and yeah, you'll you don't, never you don't get be invited You'll never mm-hmm. be invited. It's not going to happen. <laughs> wow. My computer is so slow. I am on a 2010 Yeah, and immediately, immediately, I get an article from The Sun. What did George Bush do on the day of the 9-11 attack? He was reading a book. And it says that he was he was reading a book. Yeah. 
He was busy. And then I click on it, and it just leads me to the MSN homepage with no yeah. with no article in sight. So it's just that, like it's just the the website is just so it's such a shitty condescending thing to like send to someone when they like ask the question, and it's like it just like populates the question in it, and then searches it, and it's like, was that so hard? Well, many people are like George W. Bush, <laughs> where. The act of reading a simple children's book is so hard that they they can't Very possibly difficult. do that and do anything else. Uh, yeah, Google also like does as we've discussed like uh, suppress the voices of oppressed people, suppress and oppress. And so do these great. other websites that you're using as search engines. Reddit does yeah. that. Um, well, TikTok and absolutely does that. Also, there are like, way, way, way more like far right outlets and bloggers and whoever that can like pay and game gamify SEO to be like promoted in the Google lineup than your like friend whose name is like Lennon four twenty Grubhub order. Um, and so I think you know, like you gotta you gotta be strategic about. Mm-hmm. telling people to go look something up because chances are if they do they're going to be directed to something really stupid um yeah yeah go- are there any you know, good researching- like left wing like media outlets like like is anyone doing the news that is like not pete Buttigieg? Or like, I mean, Hitler? if they're not doing, if they're not Pete Buttigieg, they're funded by Peter Thiel. So is it? Peter so that, yeah, Thiel? that's I Hitler. Never know. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So like, it, either way, um, it's just us, isn't it? You know, we're the only ones. What, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that we should only trust Big Soy Naturals mm-hmm. for all of our information, um, and that researching is a learned skill, um, and that you should. Do your best to try to find resources outside of the ones that are immediately provided to you um, I feel to like surf the web. A lot of our episodes were like, there's this big problem that's happening. And then when we're like, here's how to fix it. And then we're just like, do communism, um, mm-hmm. which is true. I feel like we yeah. could we could get better about giving some... like. Because I guess step one is, like, use other databases, right? And then, like, step ten mm-hmm. is communism. But Is communism. We could, we what's could the, like... What's the in-between? Yeah. <laughs> what happens after um, we make a web ring? Yeah, you know, uh, if you manage to be a part of our Discord, depending on your Patreon status, I guess you can join our little library. Um, so that's step two? I, that's step two. It's like pirate media. We did media talk before in other episodes. Well, we we did talk before in other episodes, and people did get inspired to do this. And I think you should start a book club, but you should also include in that book club maybe other pieces of media. Wait, you know like, why people started you know, a book online club? Online PDFs. Because we, yeah. I said that that's how they could get laid. They were, well, someone was yeah. like, "I want to meet people to date. I don't know where to meet them." And I was, you like, know what? Just just like read some books. Easy. Maybe we should use we should use old school advertising online advertising tactics. Click here. I think and you'll meet some some beautiful breasted elven babes. Step five <laughs> is uh, 3D print me a gun and send mm-hmm. it to me in the mail. And then yeah. I will take yeah. care of steps six through nine. So okay. Yeah. That's all. 
This yeah. is Big Story Naturals. I'm yeah. so glad that Ashlyn's here. We outnumber mm-hmm. Kendall on a racial basis. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but on a leader kid basis, we outnumber Cerise. So um, oh, that's true. Well, which is um, more, which one is more important to you? Okay, being being black or being a theater kid? Are you a theater kid? Theater first? kid should not be important to you. <laughs> that's the the Venn diagram, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, right, What's... right, squarely in the middle. Are there other traits in the middle besides you? <laughs> no i'm always at the middle okay mm-hmm. uh <laughs> i'm at the center of every venn diagram yeah wearing character shoes and <laughs> too, too cool for the theater kids with my character shoes too on. musical for the black kids i never knew never knew where i belonged <laughs> too much knowledge of singing in the rain for the black kids too many critiques of Oklahoma do? for the theater kids. <laughs> All right. That's um, true. And it's needed. Oh, uh, and I forgot to say at like the top of the thing to, you can uh, hear me on a previous episode. Um, sure. yeah. I was like, oh, I should have said that, I guess. Um, Everyone's favorite. The uh, Sorkan episode. Mm-hmm. No, Josh Whedon. Yeah. Oh, Josh but- Whedon, not Aaron Sorkin. We have not like, made you do I that to him? yourself yet, but maybe we did talk about Aaron Sorkin quite a bit in that one. Um, yeah, yes, it, was the, it was the Joss Whedon writer's strike. Joss episode. Whedon, um, and the yes. uh, the biracial caucus. I believe you were also yes. on that. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. I was on no that. Way. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna do the outro so fast. <laughs> I'm gonna do it so yeah. fast. So, oh, awesome. this was Big Soy Naturals. We're Big Soy Naturals on Twitter and on Instagram. And we also have a website, which is bigsoynaturals.world. I swear to God, we keep telling you to leave us reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you don't do it, and it hurts my feelings. What the fuck? Um, So you should do that. Um, We also, like, sell merch, which you could buy if you wanted to. I think it's pretty good. It's bigsoynaturals.church. You can send us an email at sorry dot at, at world, And I am commodify this everywhere that matters except for Tumblr. I'm still commodified, but someone's got commodify this on Tumblr. And they're not even fucking using it. So send them a message for me and tell them that I'll kill them if they don't relinquish I... that URL. Go ahead. Do it. Do <laughs> and it. I am she Herzog on Twitter. And I have I this is an announcement. I have decided mm-hmm. to share my Tumblr. I've decided you, you guys are not the freaks that I thought you were, and you guys can have my Tumblr. Not or you are sure. the freaks that I thought you were, and yeah, that's Kendall fine. I've attention. decided. Yeah, I want attention. <laughs> so it is rat poison, and that is rat with the four for an A and a zero for the first O in poison. Um, oh my God, or is it the second O? Well, it's It'll actually turn now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> I am unknowable. Um, you can follow me if you find me. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good luck. It's pretty easy. It's not pretty that, easy. Yeah, but, not that um, hard. They've to left find a series you. of clues on Twitter. It's not that yeah. hard. <laughs> they've left a series uh, of clues yeah. in a scavenger hunt around your house, and you have to just figure it out. Okay. <laughs> I am absolutely not sharing my Tumblr, which is technically (laughs) still around, but that I have not posted on in probably like five to six years. If you buy a boycott fashion brand company hat, I will give you 
Ashlyn's Twitter <laughs> handle for you to follow. Um, but okay, that, that yes. was all. Boycott fashion brand. Goodbye. I need kidding answers to teach me what to think. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. I don't want to smoke, I just want to smoke. When I'm smoking greens, cause I'm on your team. When I smoke the sea, cause I'm such a fiend. High as a kite, smoking Walter White. When I smoke the blue and I smoke the purple. Smoking on the blunt, cause I want to run. Smoking on the green, cause it makes me lean. Smoking on the ground, I smoke and scream. When I hit the blunt, it's a clear cut. When I hit the blunt, I get fuck. When I hit the blunt, I don't give a fuck. I don't want smoke, I just want smoke. 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 When I hit the pipe, I'm like Walter White. Walter. When I hit the smoke, I feel like a dope. Dope. Yeah, I like green because it makes me lean. And I smoke high because I'm blowing clouds. When I'm getting high, then it's time to smoke. When I'm smoking loud, then it's time to blow clouds. When I hit the blunt, I don't give a fuck. When I hit the blunt, so like, give a fuck. I don't want smoke, I just want smoke. 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 Big soy naturals.